Hello, good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome back to That Writer Jenna's podcast. This is episode two. I'm super excited. I actually just posted the first episode, which is only 10 minutes, and it's just an intro to me and my intention with with this podcast. So feel free to give it a listen. Um, today, I wanted to talk about something that still feels messy. It's still something that I'm dealing with in real time and haven't dealt with it enough to be able to have hindsight, if that makes sense. Um, And I was going to write this as a blog post, but I just, right now I'm thinking quicker than I'm able to write. If you know me in real life, you know that some, a lot of the times I say something like the trains of thought in my head are coming off the tracks, give me a second, because sometimes I just get tongue tied. Um, That's kind of what's happening trying to write this is that I have so many ideas and I feel so passionate about this thing, but I can't put it into words to to write it. It's just something that I just need to to talk through. So came here. Um, So this is a a lesson that I feel like I'm learning to possibly help other people through, aside from the fact that it's like my life lesson and it's like a real thing that I'm dealing with, but I feel like I have this nudge to share these lessons that I'm learning in real time. And I'm a little nervous and apprehensive to share this because a a lot of people I know, like I said last time, a lot of people, a lot of like my family and friends that I know are like following that writer Jenna and I'm glad they're here. Um, But it just makes me a little bit nervous because this isn't really something I would normally talk about with them in person. So to think about them listening to this, like I'm, again, happy you're here, but still just a little, a little uh, apprehensive about being so vulnerable and open, but not being 100% transparent about things is not helpful either. And not every episode will be this uh, philosophical and deep, but a lot of my stuff would will be. Um, and I, I want In this space, my intention of my corner of the internet is to talk about hard things, um, to talk about the things that not everyone talks about. You know, there's a lot of um, a lot of light being shined on subjects that even just five or ten years ago were seen as like taboo. Um, I feel like there's still so many things that are untouched and the stone hasn't been turned over yet. So with as much delicacy and tenderness as I can is kind of what I'd like to be doing here. Um, So something I'm working through right now is learning how to accept things as they are, which probably seems super simple. Um, But my one of my favorite things about myself and my least favorite things about myself, it's a curse and a blessing, um, is my imagination. I'm a dreamer. I have huge ambitions and big goals. I'm a storyteller, so I'm able to come up with things pretty quickly, which is awesome. Um, but uh, it also sometimes I get caught up in my in my daydreams. Um, typical Pisces, <laughs> but um, I I'm so eager and excited to start the next chapter of life, especially with as great as it feels to think about. Um, the problem with this is that I'm currently comparing my daydream of the future to my reality. So I'm comparing what I think things will be to what things currently are. 
And not only is comparison in itself already setting me up for failure and for feeling like shit, but I'm literally comparing something that is on a pedestal up in the fucking clouds to the complexity of right now. So of course things right now feel shitty compared to the rainbows and unicorns of a situation that doesn't exist yet. Because in my daydream of the future, I'm only seeing the good. Um, I feel like this is a pretty common theme of like all comparison. Um, Kristen Bell calls it the comparison hangover, where you kind of just like feel like shit after spending a lot of time on social media. Um, but we all see the positives and highlights of other people's situations. That's what most of us use Facebook and Instagram for, is to share what we're excited about. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But for us to be taking in other people's highlights, it can feel like only we are the ones that have any negative in our life. Everyone else is always so happy with everything and only we're the ones that are not 100% happy with things all the time. Um, and it's also, it's always, at least for me, I found that it's easier for me to look at other people's negatives and the things that other people are worried about and feel like it's not a big deal or like feel like I have a, a better perspective of how they should just give themselves a space to feel what they're feeling. Um, and what they complain about doesn't seem to be that bad. But when we, when I have things in my life that I'm happy with, I tend to catastrophize and it feels like it's the end of the world and it's going to be this way forever. Um, and anything that we're unhappy with in our life, that's a bit difficult to change. It feels like it's going to be a permanent fixture. Um, and sometimes I get so caught up in the narrative that I'm telling myself that I don't even think to question my own perspective. It's not until I stop listening to the inner voice that's really my anxiety or my depression or insecurity in a disguise. And I break out of what I think is good for me, is best for me, and I actually find things that are good. Um, so in, in real time, um, I wasn't feeling that great today. Um, my periods do any day and I'm a, um, cisgender woman, you know, my pronouns are she, her, be inclusive. So my periods do any day. My emotions are a bit, you know, hormonally driven. And that's not to say that they're not valid, but my inner balance is a bit out of whack right now. Um, so I wasn't feeling great all day. My hair is in a weird thing of like detox from the shampoo that I'm using. So I just really needed a shower. And I showered yesterday, but I didn't wash my hair. So it was just, I was feeling off, right? I don't need to share all these, all these specifics. Um, I was just feeling off. And I said to myself, I was like, okay, after work, you're just going to go right in the shower. And then you're just going to go to bed. You're just going to watch Netflix. You're just going to binge Gilmore Girls. Like, that's what you're going to do. What wound up happening is um, I wound up, you know, asking my roommate uh, if he needed the bathroom and he was showing me his fish tanks and stuff that like he has. And it was only like a 10 minute conversation, but just that break of time of listening to my inner thoughts, tell me you feel like shit made me feel better. And it made me feel less weighed down by what was going on in my head, just by breaking out of what I thought was good for me. Like I thought like, okay, you know, we're going to the shower and then we're just going to lay in bed. You're not really feeling hungry. So we're not going to eat. It's fine. Um, but then like I, um, it's like there was like a record scratch, right? Like a scratch in the record and it skipped a bit. And like hearing that, having that skip, having that pause in my thoughts made me realize like, wait a second, 
you're actually like you're you're feeling good. Things are good. They're not as bad as you think they are. You're just getting so caught up and overworked and clinging to the negative that you just you're not like breathing, right? Like even as I said that out loud, um, when I said getting so caught up in the negative, I have like my arms up into my chest. Um, like you see like people do in the movies when they're cold, right? Like I'm all like tight and tense. And then as I said, just need to relax. I put my shoulders down. I like took a deep breath. Um, just a, a physical representation of the, you know, muscles in your body and stuff. Um, and it's also not to minimize the fact that what I thought is good for me isn't like that also would have been good for me, but, um, you know, it's moments like these where sometimes I, I just, I question who is in the driver's seat of my brain. And I've written about this before, um, about that episode of SpongeBob where, um, Plankton is in the controls of SpongeBob's brain to seal their Krabby Patty recipe. And, um, that's kind of how I feel like anxiety, depression, mental illness and stuff is like, it's like, it's still you, right? You're still the one living your life, doing all that stuff. But sometimes it's just who has those controls. And as you spend more time cultivating awareness of your anxiety or depression, whatever it may be, um, it, they change a little bit. You know, they, they change how they sound and how they talk to you. And it's also like the depression kitty or anxiety mosquito from Big Mouth. Um, super good show. If you have kids, do not watch it around them. Um, but just, you know, the way that, you know, depression is almost like sultry, just like drags you in, right? And then the anxiety mosquito is just annoying enough that it, you can't quite get rid of it. Um but they're, they're shapeshifters. So the reason I haven't felt comfortable or necessarily like excited or eager to talk about this, um, is just because it's, I don't know what to do about it. Right. And like, I've talked, I actually talked about the situation with, um, my friends at work, shout out to bitch chat. Um, and they gave me really good advice and they reminded me of just giving myself grace. My feelings are valid. I'm allowed to not be happy. I'm allowed to have emotions, but you just got to keep on going and make yourself happy in the process. And um, one of my friends reminded me of a, a cliche that I fucking love and I completely forgot about, um, you know, the saying that you can drown in an inch of water or in 10 feet, either way, you still drowned. I love that. Completely forgot about it. And also I forget that it applies to myself also, not just other people. Um, but yeah, like, cause I was talking about how this upset of not being a hundred percent happy with the way that things are right now and wanting to know what's next and stuff. Um, I felt weird about it because I was like, I shouldn't even be upset because this isn't even the worst thing I've been through. Like I've been through so much worse. I know it could be so much worse. Like I recognize that I have privilege that this is what I'm complaining about. Um, and they reminded me like, you're, you know, just cause it's the worst thing that, you know, it's not the worst thing that you've been through. doesn't mean that it's still not shitty, you know? And one of my friends had said that 
She knows that other people could not have survived what she's been through and she probably couldn't survive what other people have been through. And it's, you know, there it's, it's complex. There's no even playing field that everyone's playing on. We're all living our own life, our own path, and it's all convoluted in a beautiful way. And it really just made me sit and think for a second, like, damn, that's, that's right. Um, and I don't know if I've seen this on TikTok or on Instagram or both. I feel like I've seen this in a lot of different places. Um, the holistic psychologist has also shared something about this recently that there's a duality in everything in the sense that you can be happy about something and also be sad about something else. You can be not happy about a situation and still be grateful for it at the same time. And I feel like in a world that tends to only shine a light on divisiveness and on things in a black and white nature, right? We've seen that with politics. Um, and I'm not in the not going to get into that right now at all and probably won't touch on politics all that much on here but you know we we see that it's you know oh if you're republican you blah 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 and if you're a democrat you blah 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 and it's like we're all humans a lot of us are living pretty similar experiences and even if we're not we're all human beings who none of us asked to be here right um, no one's better than anybody else. And bringing it back to perspective, um, I can look, I can look at someone I follow on Instagram, right? There is this one girl I went to high school with, and she's um, now living in Colorado as a hairdresser. And to me, it looks like her life is absolutely perfect and all she does is hike and cut hair and she's good at her job and she's happy and she has a puppy and that's it, right? But in reality, she's a, she's a complex person. We're all complex beings. There's so much more to her life than what she posts on social media. There's so much more to everyone's life than what we see online and what we see on like Instagram lives or even like on TV and stuff. It's just, it's what people show us. Um, so with, with perspective, as someone who comes from a, a phase of life where depression really had a hold on me, you know, and I'm not really, I don't want to get into the details of anything right now, but it was a pretty dark time for a pretty long time. Um, and a lot, of, I, I catch myself comparing what I'm going through right now to that time. And it's like, oh, well, if this situation doesn't make me feel like that, then it's not worth being upset about. And that's not the case. Like, so even saying that out loud, I'm like, yeah, you're dumb. That's not true. Um, but I just feel like that's just a common, a common thing to happen. And as someone who's been very, very intimate with depression, I kind of hate saying that happiness is a choice because of the way it's packaged up pretty and toxic posit positivity. But to explore that more, it really is a choice in the sense that it takes a lot of fucking work to cultivate awareness around your thoughts. And in the sense that you are not your thoughts, you are thinking your thoughts. You are not your emotions, you are feeling your emotions. So. When I get so caught up in hating everything and just being a bitch for lack of a, 
lack of a better way of describing it, and I hate saying that about myself. Um, but just getting so like caught up in the negative and so complaining, right? And then I, I listen to my thoughts and I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, this is not making me feel good. I'm, I'm going to skip out on dinner and just lay in bed because, you know, plankton in my head tells me that I feel like shit. Like, I may feel like shit, but a girl still got to eat, right? Um, things may not look exactly the way I want them to look right now, but that doesn't mean that they won't ever change. Everything is temporary, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, well, the poet has a book called Unlearn, and it is very good. I highly recommend it. Um, and he has 101 truths that he talks about. And he he is Sikh, so he talks a lot about the Sikh belief system. And he says that we're all going to die. And isn't that a beautiful thing? That anything you do in life doesn't really matter, so you might as well do what makes you happy. And I've also been very intimate with death phobia of being so scared of dying. So like, I understand if that sounds super crazy. Um, but... <laughs> It just really has me, it really made me think that like, so a dumb example, but it's the first one that came to my head right now. I've never dyed my hair, 25 years old, never dyed my hair. Um, and it was like a thing that it's like virgin hair, right? Um, and, or at least back when I was growing up, being having virgin hair was super in. Now it probably doesn't even matter. But, um, you know, with the, the Sikh mindset that we're all going to die and everything is temporary and it's a beautiful thing, so make the most of it. If I went out and I dyed my hair purple or mint green, or if I dyed my hair any color, it wouldn't fucking matter because it would grow out. Um, and if I don't like it, it's just hair. I can just dye it back. You know what I mean? Like, every, things... We, we tend to be fed this narrative that every decision needs to be the, is the biggest decision you've ever made in your life. Um, but everything is temporary. Like you're not guaranteed to be working this job or living in this house or being with this person. You need to do the work to keep what you want, reevaluate and keep what you want and release what doesn't serve you. Um, and I'm sure to some people, you know, there might be like, well, it's easier said than done, blah, blah, blah. Okay, get your own podcast and talk about it. Um, I'm just saying that you can get so caught up in a line of thinking. You can get so caught up in being unhappy and unintentionally claiming unhappiness as a trait of yours, right? You're holding on to that narrative that you're unhappy but are you like, are you actually unhappy in this present moment or are you just unhappy comparing something that doesn't exist? So it's perfect to something that's imperfect and happening right now. Um, some food for thought, because that's where I find myself right now. Um, that thinking about the future and and, you know, thinking of the future when I'm 30 and working for myself as a writer and living in this awesome house in the mountains, um, working from home and I'm, you know, gardening, composting, and I have a 
you know, a body I'm super proud of and I'm doing all these things and, um, you know, and my fiance is happy with his job and we're, we're living a life we don't need to break from. That's all well and good, but that's imagination. Because the truth of the matter is, is that at that point, I'll be working for myself, which means I'll be need, I need to be doing something, right? Um, I need to be putting out some sort of product to be, to be making money, to be supporting myself. And, um, you know, at that point I might have kids. I'll definitely have a dog and cats and I'm, you know, that comes up with its, with its own beautiful and chaotic things. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so, so easy to get suckered in to everything is black and white. Either things are good or things are bad and there's no in between, but like there is words to describe that in between for a reason, mild, moderate, okay, decent. Like I know that that sounds dumb and maybe that's just the writer in me, but, um, to wrap all this up, um, and keep myself from going off on more tangents, biggest message that I feel like all of this is teaching me right now is it is okay to want more than where you're at and to also be grateful for where you're at. It is possible to feel two things at once. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be okay. It's okay to be going through things that are quote-unquote not bad, which means that they're not life and death, and it's still okay to be in a comfortable space and have things that you want to change. Just to bring it back to the notes I had written out about this, is that I'm comparing something on a pedestal that's in the clouds to the complexity of right now. So it's like I'm comparing the negatives of right now to positives only of the future. So I'm just bound to feel like shit about the way things are because it's not even in, it's not an equal comparison. And no comparison is equal because, you know, it's very possible that you can have a duality and understand two things 100%. But when you're comparing an idea of something to an actual thing, the actual thing is always going to seem like the shorter end of the stick because it has the good and the bad. When you're looking at the option of something that doesn't exist or is still new and shiny um that's always going to seem better because the reality hasn't sunken in yet right um so until next time give yourself some fucking grace you are doing your best and even if you're thinking you know what jenna i'm actually i haven't been doing my best yes you are the four agreements which is my bible say that you should always do your best no matter what your best is that day so sometimes your best is waking up at 5 a.m. and running a fucking marathon before 9. I know that's not possible. I'm exaggerating on purpose. And the next day your best might be waking up at 9 o'clock and grabbing McDonald's for breakfast before running into work with two different shoes. Like your, your best is going to change and that's fine. So give yourself the grace to do your best. Give yourself the grace to feel your emotions my wonderful, amazing therapist told me that feelings are for feeling, which may not be groundbreaking to you, but it was to me. I hope that resonated with someone. I mean, I'm sorry if it did. I'm sorry if you're, you know, struggling and not feeling great about things. Do something that you haven't done in a while. Break yourself out of the rut 
of your thinking. If you go for a walk every day, go the opposite direction. Not necessarily like walking backwards, but like make a left out of your driveway instead of a right. Like just shake things up a little bit. That might help your perspective. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time.